guys doing? Come on in. Hey, guys. Take a moment and come in and invite your followers. Invite your followers. Hey, guys. I'm looking at your comments. <laughs> Thank you. Hello and happy Tuesday to each one of you all. I hope you guys are well. And we're going to start here in a few moments. This is the first time, first one, so just give us a moment to get situated. Hey guys, come on in. Thank you. Hello, 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 hello. Happy quarantining to each one of you guys. I hope you all are doing well. I hope you're doing well. And um, once again, I want to take a moment to ask each of you all to um, share this broadcast with someone. My hope is to reach as many people as possible. And so I know you don't know all of what I'm going to talk about today. Today's going to be a little shorter probably than the other ones because I just want to get you acclimated to what we're going to be doing each week. Hey guys, I see your comments. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm just making sure I'm on both, um, all of my pages. Making sure I'm on all my pages. Yeah, I'm on all my pages. All right, so we're about ready to get started. I'm not waiting on a certain amount of people. Um, so, I want to welcome you to my very first Jesus in Plain Clothes broadcast. And thank you for the hearts. So, some ground rules to get us started. Um, whenever you're, you're going to notice my shirt, my shirt says, Dearly Beloved. Now, I know some of you said, well, wait a minute, isn't that a line from Prince's song and um, called, uh, the Purple um, purple Rain movie? But um, I'm going to tell you where I get this from, and um, we're going to be sharing with you guys. But um, you're going to hear me refer to you guys as Dearly Beloved, because that's what you are. And I know Ayala says, uh, uh, Hey, Beloved, or, you know, she says something else. Um, but I, I'm coming from uh, really scripture when I say this. So I'm calling you dearly beloved. You, are, you guys are the beloved from here on out on our Tuesday broadcast. We're going to be together every Tuesday at noon. And I'm very excited um, that each of you guys are on with us. So um, not only that, I need you whenever you come in, share the broadcast. Whenever you come in, give some hearts, some thumbs up. Tell us where you're, where you're uh, tuning in from. I know this is many of you guys lunch break um, or maybe not even your lunch break. Um, and so I'm not going to hold you long. Each week, we're just going to be having a conversation. That's really what I want to do. I want to have a conversation. So I want us to start by saying, um, I love that Ebony. Let's do the hashtag dearly beloved, because that's what we are. We are the beloved. All right. So, um, so why am I doing this? You know, obviously I do lives. I used to do lives a lot. I don't do lives as much anymore. I hadn't, but you may be asking why am I doing this? Well, um, one of the first things I did was I said, you know, I don't like to do things just to be doing it. I wanted to do something that I thought would be beneficial. So many people are going live and there's a lot of good information out here, a lot of revelation out here, a lot of um, in, uh, enthusiasm and inspiration and motivation. And so I'm really just coming to do a piece, just help out um, joining the delegation of uh, th those that are helping out. But what I want to say is why Jesus in plain clothes? Okay, so I was having a conversation with... Um, a couple of, of folks and it dawned on me that we have become more accustomed to church culture 
that we have um, in, 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 in knowing who Christ is. And this has been a journey that I've been on for over a year now where I've really just been, I've really been checking everything that I do, you know, the way I do church, the way I church, the way I lead to see, you know, what is this all about? Is this even necessary? Should I be doing this? You know, um, is there something I should be, I should be doing this? So I called a group of people in, you know, almost a year ago and I said, Hey, listen, I don't like the way this is going. I feel like I should be doing something else. I'm really getting tired and, and, and bored with the way things are. And I know God created me to be this way, but I just don't know what this is. Thank you for tuning in, guys, and thank you for sharing the broadcast. You know, I don't know what this is, but I'm not feeling the old. I'm not feeling what was. I need to figure out what this is. I'm, I'm not leaving God. I'm not leaving Jesus. I'm still saved. I still love the Lord. I just don't like where this is going. I don't want my... Um, the essence of my relationship with Christ to be a couple, you know, praise breaks. And don't get me wrong, because I love to praise, but I don't, that's not enough for me. I don't want it to be this, you know, I'm posting and making everybody else feel better and I'm like feeling horrible. I want, I want Jesus. I want everyday Jesus and I want him, in, you know, I, I, I want, I want to experience him and I want others, and this is where this is going. I want others to experience him. And so when I was talking to a couple people, you know, I was like, I just want it. I, I just want people to really know who Jesus is and not with all the fluff, not with all the pomp and, uh, the pomp and, uh, the pomp and circumstance, but I just want people to know who Jesus is because I really believe that there are a lot more people that will be saved if they knew who Christ was and they weren't so stuck on what Christ's followers are doing because um, sometimes we don't give them the best rap. Let's just be clear. Sometimes his representation is, is from others. Us is not the best. Um, but I, I want people to experience Jesus in plain clothes. I want, I want people to experience him because if he walked the earth today, would he be the most popular person? Would he be the person who's on everybody's flyer? Would he be the person whose church is packed? Would he be the person who has, you know, the six car garage? Nothing wrong with any of those things, by the way. But would he be that person? Or could we literally like, like almost borderline put him on snooze, put him on ignore. That's a question we have to ask ourselves. If Jesus was alive in, you know, in the earth today, would some of us even follow him? Would we think he's one of those quirky people that like, uh, he's one of those people, they, they cultish, I don't, I don't do them. You know, would he be that way? And so in that, I thank you guys for the hearts and the loves. Um, this is the reason why I'm doing this broadcast. This is season one episode one and I'm hoping to just have dialogue. We're gonna talk about hard things. We're gonna and, and I want to make, make this disclaimer put this disclaimer up first because I'm sure that as soon as you know everybody sort of figures it out they're gonna be coming on trying to figure out you know what is this all about. I'm not here to be I'm not the top theologian. I don't know everything there is to know about the word of God. I'm coming to tell you guys what I know, what I don't know. Some of you, the beloved, are gonna be able to help me with and for those of you that don't know, we're gonna to go to we're gonna go find it out. Maybe there'll be some people that chime in that have more even education than I have. I don't know it all. So if you're getting on this broadcast thinking Nicole knows it all, then you might as well go and click off because I'm totally not gonna to know it all. It's gonna be comedic at times because that's just who I am. It's gonna be full of life because that's just who I am. Um, it's gonna be all kinds of things. We're gonna have fun, and I want I want us to have this connection every Tuesday at noon. Maybe it's the highlight. Now you say, well, why Tuesday? You know, and then why noon? Well, 
um, I went and did some research and I wanted to see what is the most depressing day of the, of the week. You know, when people look at statistics, what are people, what are, what are people like, what, what is it? And so, you know, some people thought it was Mondays, but you know, Monday, you know, you just got out of the weekend. It's not quite too bad. Um, and Thursdays are mm, not the best, but mm, you know, Friday's coming, but Tuesdays, Tuesdays are like to a lot of people, ugh, you know? And so I want to, I wanted to find a day where a lot of people may need that boost. We're not quite on that Sunday boost. We're not quite on that weekend um, thing. We're not at hump day yet. But it's something to just help us make that incline. Um, so this is the reason why I'm doing Tuesday. If you say, well, why are you doing noon? Well, um, there are a lot of great voices out here, and there are a lot of slides where people are already speaking, and I think there's great information out here. So I wanted to find a time when maybe people are just like midday, you know, could use a little, you know, little pep. And then maybe some of you will never get to see it on a Tuesday at noon, but you can go back and watch it, okay? So this is the reason why I did it. For those of you that just tuned in, this is, uh, this is the Jesus in Plain Clothes broadcast. And Dearly Beloved is the name of, of who, this is who we are. And I'm going to be coming from scripture. So today I'm going to share one scripture with you because I want you to get the premise on why we're doing this. Um, you're going to be able to submit your questions to me. Um, now I'm going to give you a way to submit them because I'm just, I've got to share this and I hope you guys don't get mad at me. So I don't really do Facebook inbox. Now, every once in a while, I'll be honest, you know, I will check it and I'll see different things, but I'm inundated with inboxes all the time. By the time the same eight people I don't know keep sending me videos and I don't know anything about the videos that they're sending. Um, by the time they're sending me forwards about Jesus loves me and all these things, I, 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 don't, I don't have any more energy for anything else in my inbox. So please don't get offended if I do not respond to you in inbox. That is not the best way to get in touch with me. Uh, the best way to get in touch with me um, is if you, you know, if you don't have a number, if you don't, you know, then email me. Okay. So I need somebody to, to put this down. Uh, my email address is Nicole Bonds Live. Nicole Bonds Live. L-I-V-E at Gmail. If you want to submit a question and you will say, you know, I'd love for these questions to be answered, you know. We may not get to them right away, but I'm hoping over time to be able to answer these questions. We're going to have topics, okay? So we're not just going to be talking about, oh, every, you know, it is all things Jesus. It's from his perspective. Um, it's from a biblical perspective. But we're going to talk about all kinds of things. We're going to talk about taboo things. We're going to talk about things that nobody wants to talk about. Um, and thank you, Mackenzie. We're just going to have a, so you're going to be able to even submit topics. You know, I'd love for you to do a topic, you know, do a, a session or do a broadcast on this topic. I like you to do a broadcast on that topic. Once again, I am not the end-all authority, okay? So you may disagree with me, and that's fine. But, um, you know, ground rules, let's just be respectful. I can respect your opinion. You can respect mine. Um, and um, if you want, you know, if there's something that maybe you can share that would help enlighten us, by all means, please do. So, so just so you guys know, um, those that have joined in, please share this broadcast. Let's get lots of hearts, lots of thumbs up. Um, let's do some interaction. If I say something that's really cool, type it out. Say something to me. Let me know. I will be going back and actually watching this as well to sort of see how things went. Um, and for those of you that like my look, thank you. Um, a special shout out to Nisha. Nisha uh, did my beautiful um, crochet hair wig. This is a wig. Um, and so special shout out to Nisha. I pushed her uh, to do this for me. Um, if you don't know me well then you don't know I'm a pusher. If you know me well, you know I will put you to do things you did not think you could do. And so special thanks to Nisha. 
ivory for this beautiful piece. Um, I love it, by the way. And I'm totally going to be rocking it around the house, just quarantining away. Um, so anyway, thank you. So I can take it off, put it on, take it off, put it on. So if you see me, if you see me out and about and I don't have it on, just talk to me like I got it on, okay? That's all I need you to do. So I want to give a special shout out to her. And so um, um, nails, this is all things Jesus. As you can see, they don't look the best. Um, this is all things what God gave me. And this is the splitting of nails and all of the, all of the things that happen um, when you don't have the beautiful, uh, you know, SNS on. This is what happened. Uh, Celine, I know you're on and you do amazing nails. Help a sister out. I wish it were closer to me and we could, so I could start put my hands in through something and you could do them for me. Um, but so my nails aren't done, but this is just life. This is just the way it is. And special shout out to um, my my beautiful shirt, of course, my assistant Bosch um, and her company did my shirt for me. Dearly beloved, I love it. I love the colors. It's banging, blinging, and everything else. And um, so I did my makeup. How did I do? Mm, I think I did pretty good for um, for my makeup. I think my sister Regina would be proud of me today if she saw my makeup. Um, I watch her a lot. She, she says, my sister says this about me. She says, and I'm going to get into this, I promise. So, um, she says, you have the best makeup to not, be, to not do makeup. Like, you have the stuff that people would love to have that do makeup, but you don't do makeup. And I don't know if that was like a compliment or I think I'm going to take it as a compliment. But she's like, you know, you got all the good stuff. But I, I sort of took it to mean you don't know what to do with it, but you do got it. Well, anyway, I think I did pretty good today. Mm, let me get a close-up. I think I look pretty cute. Okay, anywho, so you may be asking, and I think Nisha just joined in. Nisha Ivory did my beautiful custom wig. I love it. She's amazing. And, like, I, I, it rocks. Yeah, Nisha, you did this. Okay, so we're ready to share. So what is this Dearly Beloved all about? I want somebody to write the scripture down, Matthew chapter 25. Matthew 25, I'm only going to share this today. I'm going to open it up for questions, and that's going to be it for this broadcast. And then you guys are going to be sending your requests in via email, and we're going to be, um, I'm going to be sharing topics and all that good stuff, okay? Um, Matthew chapter 25, and we're going to start around verse number, hmm, right about 31. How about that? Matthew 25, 31. Matthew 25, 31. Now, so, I absolutely love, I am in love. Thank you, Mama Butch. Um, I absolutely love the voice version of the Bible, okay? I must admit, I am, um, I love all things theater. Uh, I'm a performer, performer by, you know, like if you have a look at personalities, um, the different assessments you do, I'm a performer. I absolutely love performing. I love the, the entertainment of it all. I still love Jesus, let's be clear, but that's just, if I if I weren't planting churches and centers and stuff like that, I would totally be somewhere on the stage uh, in front of an audience doing something. Um, so, this scripture in the voice version is absolutely amazing. If you really want to get the effect of who's talking, you know, what is, what is this all about? What is this audience? All that. The voice version is a great version. I'm not getting anything. They're not sending me a free Bible for telling y'all about it. It just works for me. Okay. Now I do still read my other versions, but I love the voice version. So Matthew 25, and this is what we're going to be reading from today. Verse 31. Y'all ready? It says, when the son of man comes in all his majesty, now this is in the times coming. Okay. This is in the future. When the son of man comes in all his majesty, 
accompanied by thrones of heavenly messengers, angels. His throne will be wondrous. Okay, let's just use your holy imagination for a moment. Thank you, Regina. I love you, sis. Um, his, his throne will be wondrous. This is what the voice says. Verse 32, all the nations will assemble before him. All the nations will assemble. Jesus is not uh, an American God. He's not American. He's not American. He's not, you know, Sp uh, Spanish. He's not uh, Asian. He's not. He he is he is everybody's Jesus. He's everybody's Jesus. He's your everyday Jesus. And you know, but just 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 think about that. But all the nations will assemble before him, and he will judge them. <sighs> Judgment's coming. Okay, let's let's keep reading because I think you're going to enjoy this, especially if I'm on the right side of it. He will judge them, distinguishing them from one another as a shepherd isolates the sheep from the goats. So we have the shepherd, which is Christ. We have now sheep and we have goats. Sheep, we have goats. Okay, so he's going to do, you know, he's, he's going to do this great separating um, and he's going to isolate his sheep. See, this is the reality that it's, don't you be concerned about, you need to be concerned about whether you're part of the sheepfold or the goatfold. That's what you need to be concerned about. But you don't need to be, you don't need to spend too much of your time trying to, you know, and trying to help as many other people become sheep. Your job is not to try to be out here trying to figure out, you know, what I think you got goat tendencies. And don't get me wrong, because a lot of people have goat tendencies. But don't you lose your sheep tendencies trying to uh, figure out what people's goat, goat tendencies are. Hope that helps you out a little bit. Because sometimes in the day and age we live in, we are, we're so critical of people's lives. Well, why do you do that? Well, I don't think you're saved if you do that. Well, I don't know why you go to church on that day. Well, I don't know why you wear that to church. Well, I don't know why you even go to church. Well, I don't know why you don't go to church. Why do you serve that God? He's this kind of Jesus. You know, and all this stuff, we're, we're, you know, we're trying to figure out who's who. But listen to this. It says, verse 33. He will put some, the sheep, at his right hand. I need somebody to type out his right hand. Come on. He's going to put his sheep at his right hand and some, the goats, on his left. Okay? So this is going to be a separation that's going to come. But who's going to do the separating? Okay? The Son of Man is going to do the separating. Not us. He's going to do the separating. Okay? He's going to separate on his right side. Thank you, guys. I see you typing. He's going to put the sheep on one side and the goats on the other. Let's keep reading. Then the king will say to his right, who's on the right? Come on. Who's on the right? The king's going to say this. Come here, you beloved. Uh-oh. There we go. Dearly beloved. Come here, you beloved. You people whom my father has blessed. Claim your inheritance. I need somebody to get some hearts and some thumbs up on that. If you're excited about the inheritance the Lord has for us. Claim your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you from the beginning of creation. Can I stop right there? That what God has planned for his sheep has been already set out. You know, it's almost like this expected mother and father who's going to be having their first child. And they're so excited. They've been reading books about it. They've been, you know, they've been YouTubing about it. They've been going to uh, do research and they've been interviewing other parents. And they've been looking at the right types of foods and the right types of 
juicing and all these things. And should I breastfeed? Should I not breastfeed? And so they start laying out things. And then they go down to the bank and say, you know, I just want to set this account up because I know my baby's going to go to college one day. And, and I want to have this, you know, this college account. And then I want to make sure I set up this trust fund. And I want to make sure I set all these things up because I, I don't want my child to be concerned about anything. I want you to know that the Father in heaven has already set your entire life up. Now, I want you to take a moment and I want you to think about that. Because you're still trying to acquire things. You're still trying to, you know, to, 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 to pull in things. But you need to understand something. You can't pull in what God has not given you access to. Let me say that again. If God did not give you access to whatever that is in the beginning, you cannot have it. So the good news is, is that he's already set us up. The Bible says in Peter, uh, Peter says, you know, uh, in, uh, in the scripture, it says, uh, God has given us everything that pertains to life and godliness, like everything you're going to need, not just for churching, not just for kingdom, but for life, everything you're going to need. He said, I've already given it to you. Okay. So let's keep reading. He said, verse, verse 35, you shall be re richly rewarded for when, uh oh, here we go. So this is going to tell us what the beloved does. Let's talk about the beloved for a moment. What does the beloved do? You know, you can't just be calling somebody the beloved if you don't deal with the beloved if you don't know. You know, you got to know what the beloved is. Let's talk about it. He said, you will be richly rewarded for when I was hungry, you fed me. This is Jesus talking. He said, when I was hungry, beloved, you fed me. And when I was thirsty, you gave me something to drink. This is the voice version. He said, I was alone as a stranger. And you welcomed me into your home and into your lives. I was naked and you gave me clothes to wear. I was sick and you tended to my needs. I was in prison and you comforted me. Even then, catch this y'all. Even then the righteous will not have achieved perfect understanding and will not recall these things. He's saying that at that time, he's going to say to his beloved, "When listen, when I was hungry, you fed me. When I was thirsty, you, you gave me water. When I was in prison, you, you checked on me. When I was sick, you tended to me. You made sure I had what I needed. You let me in your life. You let me in your your world, you, 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 you were there for me. We were, we were tight. And I just want you to know, you can't be tight with me and I not do something for you. Like, I know it ain't about that, but I, was, I just want you to know that this inheritance you're going to walk into for eternity is because, I know we don't talk about eternity much because we're excited about this life, but he says, listen, I got eternity is set for you. Because of how you looked out for me in that little bit, those few years you were on the earth when you were just doing what you were doing. Now listen to this. But it says in verse 37, the righteous won't even be, they won't even have, we still won't have a perfect understanding. We were like, what? I did what? Huh? You ever, you ever been, you ever, you ever got your, your score back for a test and you were borderline scared? Like maybe your teacher got you mixed up with somebody else because you know good well that you, you didn't know most stuff on that test. And when they be like, Nicole, you got a 92. You be like, mm, mm, mm. Sure you didn't get mixed up. And before that, you don't want them to take it back. So you're like, you sure? Yeah, you got a 92. Okay, we're going to be like, what? Jesus, what? What I did for you? So catch this. The righteous, 
are going to say, the righteous are going to say, the beloved, and welcome to all those who are coming in and share this broadcast. The beloved are going to say, listen to this, master, when did we find you hungry and give you food? When did we find you thirsty and slake your thirst? When did we find you a stranger and welcome you in? I don't recall this. When? When did I find you naked and clothe you? When did, did, when did we find you sick and nurse you to hell? When did we visit? And I, I, I know I ain't got no prison ministry, so when did, when did I check on you? When did, when did I come check on you? And listen what the king says in verse 40. I tell you this. Whenever you saw a brother or sister Hungry or cold, whatever you did to the least of these, so you did it to me. Oh, my word. Okay? When something ain't good to you, just say, oh, my word. Don't even bother to put the H on it. Just put, oh, my word. Oh, my word. Okay? Because we're taking it for ourselves. It says... When you did something for your brother and sister, when you did it for the, you know, when you didn't do it for accolades, you didn't do it to be tagged and, and a post to be made about you. When you did it just to be nice, just to be, just out of the goodness of your heart, guess what? He said, you were doing it unto me. So when you see that person is panhandling and you, you, you did, you're doing a, you're doing a dissertation in your mind about whether you should give them a dollar. Baby, if you contemplate that much, I'm going to give them a dollar. You ain't got a dollar to give. You need to just drive off. But every time, it ain't about their motive. It ain't about what they say. It ain't about what they do. It ain't, I'm telling you something. When you do it for the least, Lord, have mercy. And some of y'all say, I can think of a lot of least. But catch this. Be careful how you treat the least. I know this is not a popular word. Bam, look at that. Look at that matching. Be careful how you look at the least. <laughs> hey, my brother, Pastor Tyrone Rose, love you, man. Be careful how you treat the least. Be careful how you treat people that can't pay tithes. Be careful how you treat people that don't sing your favorite song and, and don't, you know, that aren't your best, that aren't the best at everything. Be careful how you treat people because we're going to get to these goats in a moment. And I don't, I, I, I just hope and pray there ain't nobody with goat tendencies on here. But the good news about Jesus in plain clothes broadcast, we get ready to help you get your sheep on. You got to get, you, you got to get your sheep, sheep tendencies in place because we're not doing all this in this life to end up in, uh, you know, in, in, end up with the in turmoil, eternal turmoil. We're not doing that. Okay. So for those that just joined, we're in Matthew chapter 25 in the voice version. Now, so he's like, listen. If you've done it to the least of them, some of you have given your last, some of you have been a blessing to people, and you didn't do it for anything. You didn't do it to be put your name in the program. You just did it because it was the right thing to do. It's going to, listen, even if you don't feel like you get it back in this life, you need to understand that God is keeping record. I need somebody to type that out. God is keeping record. See, we love when he keeps record of what people do to us, but how do you feel when it's it's something you've done. Lord have mercy. Lord, do you got an eraser? You got you got some white out? You gotta white it out. You got come can you mark through that God? Wouldn't think it's straight on that day. But he says this is the stuff that the beloved does. 
the beloved thinks about the least. One thing, and I know I hate to say this, but one thing that this quarantine has done and this coronavirus, you know, all these things, we have begun to see your money means very little. Yeah, you may get a test. I mean, you may get a test quicker than somebody else. But your money means very little. If God don't keep you, okay, as the songs say, the woman say, if God don't do it, it won't be done. If God don't do it, it won't be done. Because it won't, okay? And so you need to understand that. But anyway, we got to move because I want to get you guys back to work or wherever you need to go, back to your sandwich or whatever, okay? So he says, when, when, you, when you did those things, you did it unto me. So I hope you guys are getting the premise of this. Now, verse 41, and that he will turn to those on his left. So after he finishes with the sheep, after he deals with the beloved, he's going to look to his left. All right? Everybody take a look. Get your exercise in. Get that left hand. And look what he says. He says, get away from me. Ooh, you despise people. Whom my father has cursed. Claim your inheritance. The pits of flaming hell where the devil and his minions suffer. For I was starving and you left me with no food. How dare we? When I was dry, I wasn't just thirsty. I was dry and thirsty. You left me with nothing. You, 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 you left me to struggle with nothing to drink. When I was alone, verse 43, as a stranger, you turned away from me. I was already alone. And you had to learn to turn your back on me. And I, and I was already alone. When I was pitifully naked, Lord have mercy, not just naked, but pitifully naked. You left me unclothed. When I was sick, you gave me no care. When I was in prison, you did not comfort me. The unrighteous are going to say to the master, Master, wait a minute now. When did we see you hungry or thirsty? When did we see you friendless or homeless or excluded? When did we see you without clothes, Jesus? When did we see you sick or in jail? When did we see you in distress and fail to respond, Jesus? Now, you got to help us with this. Because this is a pretty steep penalty now. Now, what you talking about? Verse 45. I tell you, this is Jesus talking to them. I, now, guys, we're talking futuristic. Now, this is, the word is so good to me. This is futuristic. This has not happened yet. So what I love about this is it gives us an opportunity to get ourselves together. Dearly beloved, this is an opportunity to get ourselves together. Listen to this. He says, I tell you this. Whenever you saw a brother hungry or cold, when you saw a sister weak and without friends, when you saw the least of these and ignored their suffering, you ignored me. When you ignore people that can't do anything for you, you ignore Christ. I know you got Jesus on your bumper sticker. I know you get special parking. At the hospital. I know that you can preach with the best of them. You can tune up. I know you modulate when you preach. I know you hiccup a shot every chance you get. I know you do. But you mean. 
And your neighbors don't even like you. And your coworkers can't wait for you to go on break. And your supervisor trying to get rid of you. And your current spouse is trying to figure out why. Your ex is praising it. They thinking on you and they're praising it. That they got free. Because we sometimes can have goat tendencies. See, the thing about this quarantine, the thing about this COVID-19, the thing about our world and the state that it's in right now is everybody is on the same playing field. Nobody's so great that you, you don't need anybody else. Doesn't matter how much money you have. If the chicken is gone in the poultry section, you out of chicken. You don't get special treatment. It's just who gets there first. And it doesn't matter how what your title is. If they say there's a limit on the water, guess what, sweetie? You're only getting two sets of water. Because we're all on the same playing field. Verse 46, the last verse. So these, the goats... I, I, I feel a certain kind of way. Don't call me the GOAT. I, I know it's an acronym. I, I know. I know it's an acronym. Uh, you know, y'all say, oh, they the GOAT. That's the GOAT. You the GOAT. You the GOAT. The greatest of all time. I hear that. But just say, if you think I'm the greatest of all time, I'm going to need you to say that out. Loud. Just say the whole thing. Don't, don't call me the GOAT. Because I don't ever want to be known as someone who ignored Jesus. Shame on us when we only do for those that look like us. Oh, you think you got to throw all, you're going to throw all white people out because you had one bad experience? You're going to throw all black people out because you had one bad experience? You're going you're gonna to throw all Asian people out because you had bad experience? One? You, you throwing everybody out? You're just, you, you, you just, gonna, you're just, just not going to speak. You're just, you're just not even going to hold a door because they just don't look like you want them to look. Yes, that's what we're doing. But then you invite folks to come to your church. You invite people to come to your revival. What are we reviving? What is there to revive? Some stuff need to die. Yikes. He said, so these, the goats, will go off to everlasting punishment. How long is everlasting? How long is everlasting? I want you to take a moment. Let me tell you something. And I know it sounds crazy. There ain't much of nothing I want to do forever. Especially if it's not something that's productive, not something that's positive. I don't want, and I was having a conversation with one of my uh, dear uh, uh, co-laborers in Christ, and the Lord was showing her a vision, and she had a vision of some things that were happening, and God gave her this vision of hell. And, and she said that the enemy, that in hell, it's like you are... Um, you are in, what's the word? You're tormented by the thing you indulged in. It doesn't matter how much you love doing something. You don't, have you ever, you know, you may just love eating, okay? Just say you love eating. But could you imagine, imagine being tortured with that indulgence for eternity? That you like, oh God, that was good. That was a good fish. Oh God, that was some good chicken. Oh God, that was good. Okay, okay, okay. That's all I want more. Oh, I got to eat some more. Can you imagine for eternity being tormented by the thing that you indulge in? I don't care how good it is. 
See, some stuff feel good for an hour. But it ain't going to feel good in eternity. And so don't lose your eternity, your eternal inheritance for seven minutes. Don't lose your inheritance for something that's just small. That's too, you know, it ain't, it ain't no need. But catch this. But the beloved, uh-oh. You can't see that this part says Jesus in plain clothes. It says, but the beloved, the sheep, the righteous, the beloved, the righteous will go into everlasting life. I don't know about you, but that excites me. Is there anybody that looks at this scripture and say, I know where I need to be, where I want to be. I know. You're talking about, I don't know where I am with God. Yeah, let, just look at this. Look at this. You don't know where you are with God? Yes, you do. Where are you on this pendulum? Where are you on this standard? Are you sheepish or are you goatish? That's a question that only you can answer. And even as a leader, it's not my job. Now, now let me just say this. Now, as a leader, sometimes I can see sheep and I can see goats. But a good shepherd knows how to love on the love on the sheep on the sheep and know how to keep the goat close but not close enough. Now, you say, well, that's mean. Well, I can't help. I didn't make you a goat. Now, I, that, now don't, don't blame me for your goat ways. I didn't do that. But when goats show up, I've got to, I have a responsibility. Pastors, we have a responsibility. Leaders, we have a responsibility to ensure. Some of us are sheep, but we date goats. <laughs> Some of us are sheep, but we best friends with goats. It don't feel good, do it? We're talking about Jesus in plain clothes. Would you miss him? Would you miss him? Or would you... Or would you know? Would you recognize? Jesus in plain clothes. We have so much fluff and I hate to say it, but in church culture, I'm going to say it, church culture, because, you know, you got to be careful what you say because people like act like you didn't, you know, you're not a part of it. But I love church. I love the church. I love the church. I love the body of Christ, the universal body of Christ. I may not go to your church, but I love the universal church, and that includes you. But our church culture, in many regards, has... And this is from my perspective. Let me put this out here in case this is not your perspective, okay? From my perspective, church culture has handicapped many believers. Church culture. Because we have spent more time trying to get down the culture of church. We've been too busy trying to get down the culture of how to act in front of other sheep. Other goats, blah, blah, blah. We so robotic at times. I don't want to, well, you know, we don't do that. We do this. We, you know, the Bible says he's come that we may have light, John 10, 10, and life more abundantly. And I believe that in church culture, from my perspective, many of us, and this is who I hope to reach on this broadcast each week, is maybe people who don't really do church like that. Like, I don't even, you know, I'm not even, I'm not mad at you. If you don't do church, you don't do church. But, 
because I am a del because I'm an emissary, because I am a, a an ambassador of Christ, because I am a kingdom ambassador, uh, it's my role to set up an embassy of sorts in this my this is my virtual embassy, and this is a way for me to be able to express the heart of God in a way that is not um, threatening because we're going to be delving into some things. We're going to be talking, we're going to be dispelling some of these myths because, and this is something I'm going to, maybe we'll pick this up next week. So your homework, okay, for all of you that will be joining me next um, Tuesday, I want you to write down, think of it and get it all down on paper. Maybe you already have it. I want you, don't put it on this broadcast because it's going to, we're going to start with next week. I want you to go back to the day you were saved, if you were saved. Now, you may be watching, say, I'm not saved. I don't even know what that means. Okay, well, just tune in next week. If you're saved, and you know what I mean when I say that, I want you to write down the day, if you remember the time, if you remember the circumstances, if you remember who was there, if you remember what you had on, if you remember whether a light shined from heaven or what have you, I want you to write it down. Next week, we're going to start sharing our, our salvation stories, okay? Because I have a feeling that we're going to see a trend. Church culture, in many regards, from my perspective, has handicapped us in a way where many of us that grew up in church, we, most of us, not all of us, but some of us, we're going to have to really, really delve into that day because... Once we get saved, we think, mm. then something else happens. We like we get saved again. We're like, oh, no, that, I don't know. It's only that day. And then something happens. You're like, oh, no, this was totally the day that I got saved. I got saved on this day. And then five years later, you're like, oh, God, I just want to be saved. God, save me. Today's the day. And then we get saved again. And so I want you to go back to the first day. You got to say, don't put it in this broadcast. But I want you to put it, I want you to think about it. We're going to start there next week. Because we want to really delve into how is it that we're going to reach people if we don't really know what our story is? If we don't know what, what transforming story in, that what Christ has done for us. Every day, Jesus. Jesus in plain clothes. We're going to be exploring Jesus in all his ways and, and how we can be Christ believers and his disciples on the earth in 2020. What does that look like? Does that mean I have to walk around in a tunic? Does that mean I have to walk around with a doily on my head? Do I? Do I not? Can I wear makeup? Can I not wear makeup? I'm not here to I'm not here to say you have to do one or the other. I'm here to say that don't become so accustomed to church culture and to the world system, which are two different things, that you just, you know, as Romans 12 in the message version say that you just fit in without thinking about it. Why do you do what you do? Why do you do what you do? Why do you go to church? Why do you read your Bible? Why do you pray? Do you pray because you want something? Do you repent because you feel bad that you still want to do it? Why are you doing what you're doing? That's going to be your homework for next week. Listen, guys, I hope you've enjoyed our first broadcast. I've had a blast with you guys. It felt really good. It felt right to do this. I hope that you guys will share this broadcast with someone. As always, if anyone wants to sow a seed, anytime you want to sow a seed, um, you say, well, why am I sowing a seed? Well, you don't have to, but if you want to, I'm just going to like, I'm just going to get me some props and stuff and, and we're going to continue the story, Jesus story. So if you want to sow a seed, you can sow it to Cash App, 
the Nicole Bonds. Somebody can put that up, the Nicole Bonds. If you want to sow a seed of any amount, you don't have to sow anything. I'm going to be doing this if you never give. But um, if you just see some new bells and whistles, you'll know that that's where your, your seed went to so that I can reach as many people as I can for Christ. If this broadcast has blessed you, share it. Give me some feedback. Email me your uh, thoughts about show ideas, thoughts about um, questions, things you want answered. Um, I'm going to end in prayer, and um, I'll just sort of say bye to you guys, okay? Father, I thank you for every dear person that has been a part of this broadcast. I know this was your idea. I know this was your idea. This is not something that I would have done. Um, really wasn't my desire to go live every week. Uh, I don't like to really be tied down like that, but you're that kind of person that can tie me down, so thank you. And I believe that it's meant to help some people. There's somebody who just feels out of sorts. They feel like a fish out of water when they are in places that pull on them. And so in the comfort of their home, their lunch break, in the break room, in the park, or wherever they may be, may they find you, Jesus. Maybe they experience your love. God, if there's any hurt, any pain, may you, may you touch them right where they hurt. If there's anybody on this broadcast, God, that's not saved, that's never accepted you into their heart, I pray, God, that through this conversation, that they would want to know you. No one, no one, there's nobody that I know that I want to be a goat in the end. There's nobody I can think of that I want to enter into eternal damnation. So, Father, I pray that you would cause all of us to accept you. May we love you. May we receive you in our hearts. If there's anyone on this broadcast that is that is uh, backslidden and they just went away and just done some other things and need to come back to you, God, and just want a fresh start. I pray that you would give them what they need in this moment. Father, I pray for every person that may be sick in their bodies. I pray healing right now from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. As a matter of fact, if you have any pain in your body, I want you right now to say, I'm healed in the name of Jesus. May you be healed in every single way. I love you guys. Um, and these things are done in Jesus' name. Amen. If you are saved, you got saved, if you rededicated, um, if you got healed, I want to hear about it. You can put it on this post or you can um, email me. Um, I don't do Facebook inbox, so please, please, please don't get mad if I don't respond there. It's just too much going on over there. But you can email me. I love you. And I will see you next week. Jesus in plain clothes.